Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the Titans had a general manager candidate stolen away from them on Monday. I'll tell you why it's actually a good thing for the Titans. Then, all pro teams were announced over the weekend. Which two Tennessee Titans made the all pro team? And who should make the all pro team for the Titans next year? I'll dive into all of that and more on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, a GM candidate stolen away from the Titans, but it's a good thing. I'll explain why before I do. Do want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Titans is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code. Locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms and always for free. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream on YouTube. Hit that notification bell as well. Throw a thumbs up on the video right now. I give you guys the content for free all year long. All I ask is for a press of a button in return. So throw your thumbs up on there. But who was stolen away from the Titans? None other than Titans internal candidate, Monty Ossenfort. So Ossenfort has been with the Titans during the John Robinson era. He was a guy who cut his teeth as a scout for the New England Patriots in the 2000s. He is now moving on to be the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. So give Austin Fort credit. He deserved a chance to be a general manager. He's been really good with the college stuff for the Titans. We've hit on a lot of mid-round picks throughout the John Robinson era. Take away the few busts in the first round, and you look at the body of work that John Robinson's staff did with the draft, and they've been pretty solid, especially when you compare it to other teams. Titans fans only judge the general manager based on their own standards of what they think should be good and should be bad. But when you start to judge the Titans group against other groups in the NFL, you'll quickly see they did a pretty good job with the draft. Not only that, but Austin Fort did a pretty good job on the fringes of the roster, talking about bringing undrafted free agents, stealing off other practice squads. And with all of the injuries the Titans have had over the last few years, Well, it makes sense that they needed his help in that area. So Austin Fort is deserving, but this is a good thing in my opinion. The Titans need fresh ideas. The Titans need an outside voice to come into the organization and give them something fresh, give them something new. While the Titans have done a pretty good job in areas over the John Robinson era, they definitely could improve. We can all agree on that. That's why I think Hiring from within, whether it would have been Monty Austin for it or it would have been Ryan Cowden, I still don't think that that's the right move. Now, Cowden is still on the table. He could still be hired. And while I won't be outright furious, I, I will be a, a little milk toast on that move. It'll be a little anticlimactic 
in my opinion. You have a guy like Ron Carthon from San Francisco, relationship-focused guy who has a father in the NFL, was in the NFL himself, who's relationship-focused and knows that the partnership between the GM and the coach like they have in San Francisco is vitally important. Kyle Shanahan got to pick his GM. Mike Rabel gets to pick his GM. So a guy like Ron Carthon, and throwing his picture up on the screen for you guys just as a reminder from San Francisco, at 41 years old, he's got experience. He could be a great fit. Not only that, but the other guy that I really liked for the Titans and still is my number one choice is Ian Cunningham, who cut his teeth with Ozzie Newsome in Baltimore as a scout, then learned from Joe Douglas, who's currently the GM for the Jets in Philadelphia, learned from Howie Roseman in Philadelphia as well, and Ryan Poles, the current GM in Chicago, unless the Bears decided to give Ian Cunningham an assistant GM role. So he's a guy who's highly sought after throughout the league. I think Cunningham or Carthon would be good choices. But not only is Monty Austinfort not getting the job in Tennessee a sign that, you know, they're not picking one of those internal candidates. At least that's one that we know they're not picking. On the flip side of things, there are no other general manager openings now. The Titans are the only team looking for a general manager, which means there's no competition. So no one's going to steal Cunningham. No one's going to steal Carthon. No one's going to steal away Ryan Cowden, if that's what the Titans want to go with. Malik Boyd, Demetrius Harris, or Quentin Harris, whoever the Titans decide to go with, there's not going to be any competition for them on the market. So we don't have to live in fear that the Titans would have the guy they want stolen away. So I think this is good news for the Titans. Austin Ford is a good candidate. Congratulations to him. Good luck to Arizona. But I think that this is only good for the Titans because it removes one internal candidate that was on the board and no other competition for GMs for the Titans. So from that perspective, I see this as good news for the Titans. And the reality also is probably means the Titans are going to hire their guy sometime this week, which is what I pleaded for last week, saying the Titans needed to get this done before the Senior Bowl. So remains to be seen who they choose, when they choose them. But this is a good thing for the Titans, especially if you're someone like me and wanted a candidate from outside the organization. So with that in mind, we got to talk about these all-pro teams. Two Tennessee Titans made the all-pro team, and I think some more Titans are poised to make the all-pro team next season. We're going to talk about all of that in just a moment. Before we get into it, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made simple, guys. They have a projection for every player. Derrick Henry, 90 rushing yards. Justin Jefferson, eight catches. Patrick Mahomes, 300 passing yards. All you do is you pick two to five players, you look at the projection Prize Picks has for them, and you say whether the player is going to do more or do less than that projection. If you get your guess right on all your players, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. And right now, Locked On Titans listeners have a chance to take advantage of a great deal. If you're a first time user at Prize Picks, and you sign up and use the promo code Locked On, you're going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So you deposit $100, you get a free $100. You deposit $50, you get a free $50. You guys see what I mean. So go to prizepicks.com right now, or do it the simple way. Download the Prize Picks app right on your phone, and sign up, use the promo code Locked On for a 100% instant deposit match. Prize Picks is daily fantasy. Made easy.
Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about the general manager news with Monty Austin for it being hired by the Cardinals. The Titans now have no competition for their general manager spot, so we await that. And Man, guys, I got to tell you, this time of year, now until about the draft, I live in fear. I live in fear every day. I could record a show, and then an hour later, it could mean absolutely nothing if news breaks. I could record... Two shows because I got to go on a weekend trip. News breaks, now they're useless. I mean, this is the scariest time of the year for someone who makes content. That's all I got to tell you guys. So if you see the fear in my eyes, it's palpable, it's real, and it's justified. But with that in mind, two Tennessee Titans did win the All-Pro nomination or second team at least. So we're going to get into that. Before we do, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As I told you at the beginning, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms and always for free. Never going to charge you guys. So make sure that you subscribe, stay locked into the Locked on Titans podcast for all the news that I worry about. When it happens, I'll be right here to break it down with you guys no matter what. So with that in mind, let's talk about the All-Pro. The two Tennessee Titans who made the All-Pro team were one, punter Ryan Stonehouse, and two, Jeffrey Simmons. And I got to tell you guys, I am more surprised by Simmons making the All-Pro team than I am Ryan Stonehouse. So with Stonehouse, why is this a shock? He broke an 80-year-old punt record held by, I believe it was Sammy Ball in 1940 for gross punting average. So Stonehouse averaged 53.1 yards on his punts. Gross, just how far he kicked the ball. Okay, that broke the record by nearly two yards. Smashed the record. The record was 51.4. So smashed that record right there. And Stonehouse deserves it as a rookie. To come in, he deserves an all-pro nod. Second team makes sense. I know a lot of you guys are freaking out. How did he not get first team? How did he not get first team? Well, Tommy Townsend of the Kansas City Chiefs is a better punter than Ryan Stonehouse. No, he doesn't kick it quite as far as Stonehouse, but he had a better net yards per punt. He's better directionally, better at pinning people inside the 20. He's, He's more on the Brett Kern side of things and the skills that he has, and he's got a boot to go with it. So Tommy Townsend did deserve first team if you dig in a little deeper to punting numbers. But make no mistake, Ryan Stonehouse is still one of the top two punters in the entire NFL, and he completely deserved the the accolade that he got for being second team All-Pro. Okay, that's nothing to bat your eyes at there, okay? It's nothing to shun. Make it second team All-Pro as a freaking rookie. So, great job by Ryan Stonehouse. No shock to me that he got the nod. But, I am a little shocked by Jeffrey Simmons. Now, guys, we know that a healthy Jeffrey Simmons with just a modicum of health around him, health and help around him, is a top two interior defensive lineman in the league. It's him and Aaron Donald. And pretty much all of the NFL executives and scouts and all that, all the rankings before the season, they all agreed. Jeffrey Simmons was two or three in basically every single list that you're going to find. But the truth is, Jeffrey Simmons didn't have his best year. He dealt with the ankle injury, and he had literally no edge help whatsoever to take the pressure off him. And then Danico Autry missed time as well. So 
No Harold Landry for the whole season. Bud Dupree, I mean, don't even get me started on Bud Dupree. Uh, Danico Autry missed some games. I mean, Simmons didn't have a lot of help. Demarcus Walker gets a nod. He did some good things in there. Rashad Weaver, of course, gets a nod. Is doing some help. But those guys aren't Autry and Landry. So add that to the ankle injury, which Simmons said himself he had to shoot himself up in the ankle with painkilling medicine for the last eight games of the season just so he could get out there and play. I mean, it, it wasn't his best year, and I don't blame Simmons for it at all. So still finishes with seven and a half sacks, still finishes with nine tackles for loss and was dominant in a lot of games, even if he didn't fill up the box score. But here's the thing that I like the most. I'm so happy that Jeffrey Simmons got this accolade because even though it wasn't his best year, even though he was banged up, even though he didn't have a lot of help, he still was acknowledged and celebrated and awarded as one of the top four interior defensive linemen in the entire NFL. And, and I, I'm glad for him because he deserves it. He is that level of player, even if he had somewhat of a down year because of the circumstances. So I'm glad that even with all of that going on, even with it not being the best year he could possibly produce because of those circumstances, he still gets that second team nod because Jeffrey Simmons is that good of a player. And as you guys know, if you've been a fan of the Titans as long as I have, it takes a lot for the Titans to get the credit that they deserve. I mean, Jarrell Casey finally got five Pro Bowl nods at the end of his career, but it took a couple of years before people recognized, oh, dang. That Casey guy down in Tennessee is a monster. So I'm happy that Jeffrey Simmons early in his career is already recognized and getting that benefit of the doubt, let's say. Because that doesn't happen a lot with Tennessee Titans players. And speaking of that, there are some players for the Titans who didn't make the All-Pro team, but they did get votes. Okay? So those people are, number one, Derrick Henry. Got some votes, did not make first or second. First team All-Pro. Uh, was Josh Jacobs. Then you had second team All-Pro uh, as Nick Chubb. So hard to argue with that at this time. Those guys were fantastic this year. And while Henry was better in the receiving department than he had ever been before, I get it. I do get it. But Henry did get votes. So you like to see that. And behind that offensive line with Todd Downing, I mean, it is a miracle that Derrick Henry almost had 2,000 combined yards. Okay, it's a miracle. Uh. Also, he's coming off of an injury. So you got to take that into account. Kevin Byard got all pro votes. And look, same thing with Jeffrey Simmons. Kevin Byard had a little bit of a down year by his standards, but it's like 2020, guys. They had to have Kevin Byard play man coverage. Titans love man cover one. When the chips are, are down, when the game's on the line, when it's third down, it's money down, the Titans want to play cover one man. Well, Kevin Byard is at his best as a zone defender, whether it be the deep zone defender or it be the rat over the middle. Well, when the Titans are this banged up, he can't do that because they don't have guys good enough to play man coverage. So Kevin Byard has to go do that and he doesn't get to do what he does best. So again, although it wasn't Kevin Byard's greatest year statistically, if you know the schematics of the Titans defense and you know the responsibilities that they give to Kevin Byard, you understand why. So it's good that he still got some votes. Also, Morgan Cox, the Titans long snapper, been excellent since he came to Tennessee. And David Long, David Long got some all-pro votes. 
And you could see why he was phenomenal for the Titans until he got hurt late in the year. But that's the problem with David Long. He's a smaller player, smaller linebacker. He's been a repeat offender, as Mike Vrabel would call it, with some soft tissue stuff. So it makes sense that, you know, that's going to bring his price down. But when David Long is out there, absolutely fantastic this year, not only in run defense, but in pass coverage as well. So um, love to see him get recognized as that because before the season, it was the Titans have no linebackers. They need linebacker help. While that may be true right now, it's not because David Long David Long was underrated, so it's good to see him get this acknowledgement. But with that in mind, who are some Tennessee Titans who will make the All-Pro team next year or should be in contention? I'm going to go over that. Let me know down in the comments right now who you think will make the All-Pro team for the Titans next year. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about today's sponsor, BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. They're going to give you the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. So that means pro football, college football, pro and college basketball. They even have esports at betonline.net. So make sure that you check them out. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or just use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's continue today's show. We just talked about Monty Ossonfort being the GM for the Cardinals and why I think that's actually a good thing for the Titans. We talked about the Titans All-Pro selections, Ryan uh, Ryan Stonehouse, Townsend, that's Tommy Townsend getting it off, Ryan Stonehouse and Jeffrey Simmons. Now I want to talk about guys who are poised to make the All-Pro team in 2023. Before we do, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast. Like Locked On Titans, it's Monday through Friday, all year round, always for free and on all platforms, including the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. I host the Thursday show of Locked On NFL, so not only would you be getting your national NFL news, but you're also showing support for your boy. And like I said, all the shows are free, so a couple of clicks of a subscribe button or a thumbs up button It goes a long way. It's not a lot to ask. So I definitely do appreciate all you guys. You get all your Titans news here with me every day. Get all your NFL news as well with Locked On NFL. But going into who I think has a chance to make the All-Pro team next year. Number one, the number one favorite has to be Derrick Henry. Imagine a better offensive coordinator, an improved offensive line. I think there's a great chance. That Derek, if Derrick Henry went for 1,500 rushing yards and Derrick Henry went for, you know, close to 2,000 total yards this year, what's he going to do with an improved offensive line and an improved OC? Not coming off of an injury as well, having that fire in his eyes from this season. I think Derrick Henry is going to be right back at an all-pro. He was at an all-pro level this year, but he's going to be even better next year if a couple of things break right for him. Also. Kevin Byard. Again, with just a little bit of improvements around him, Kevin Byard can go back to doing what he does best, which is lurking in zone in the middle of the field, reading quarterback's eyes, and creating turnovers. Okay, Kevin Byard is the best safety in the NFL at creating turnovers, period, and has been since he was drafted. So 
I mean, he's the Titans' all-time leader in interceptions. He's fantastic. So I think he both of these guys got votes this year. I think they will get to an all-pro spot next year. Outside of that, some of these next few names are not as high of favorites as uh, Bayard and Henry would be to get back to all or to get to an all-pro, but Chigaconqua. Chigaconqua, I mean, by the end of the season, top 12, top 15, tight end in the entire NFL, right? Right? The numbers bear it out. So you add in the explosive element. Imagine Chigaconqua with a better offensive coordinator. Imagine Chigaconqua with a not being a rookie, having another year with the Titans to get better and grow and become a better blocker and be on the field more and play more snaps. And Chigaconquo has the explosive ability to be one of the top six or seven tight ends in the entire NFL. And if you get yourself into that group, who's to say that he couldn't make an all-pro team? Who's to say? Okay, so I think Chig has a lot in store for him going forward. And although it's a little more of a long shot than Henry and Byard, it still definitely could happen. Another guy on offense is Nate Davis. I think the Titans bring back Nate Davis. And if you, Nate Davis was fantastic when you had a little bit of help around him. When you had Ben Jones, you had Questenberry, you had Kelly. A solid right tackle who's not a rookie in NPF who they can actually help and chip and give help to. Because what happened was with Aaron Brewer and Dennis Daly on the left side, how often did the Titans have to send the chip help or send the running back or send the tight end to help on the left? How often did they have to slide Ben Jones over to help those guys, leaving Nate Davis and NPF on an island on the other side? That's not how you help a rookie. Okay? So, excuse me. To me, you bring Nate Davis back around $7 million a year, according to his value estimation on Spot Track, or Spot Track, however you want to say it. Spot Track, Spot Rat, I don't know. Whatever. You know, the cap site. So, if they bring him back on a team friendly deal because of the injuries and stuff, and Nate Davis plays a whole season with better offensive line play and a better offensive uh, coordinator, I mean, Nate Davis gets respect from the NFL. So, I could absolutely see that happen if the Titans have a dominant year. Henry goes for nearly 2,000 again on the ground. I think Nate Davis would be the recipient of much of the praise for the offensive line. Uh, on defense, one guy who already got some all-pro votes that I just mentioned is David Long. Like Nate Davis, I think because of the injuries, David Long could be brought back on a cheaper deal than he would have been otherwise. And if he just stays healthy for an entire season, he already got some votes. I think that he could absolutely be in contention there. And then finally, one of my favorite Tennessee Titans of the last decade. And so sad to see what happened last year, but Harold Landry. Harold Landry, last time he played, had 12 sacks. I think, again, all of it hinges on a little bit of health. A little bit of health from the Titans' defense to keep the players around him better, keep him healthy and in all year. Harold Landry has the ability to be the do-it-all linebacker that the Titans signed him to be and continue to be great when healthy. So, long shot, I get it, but these are guys who are realistically in that realm that can maybe make that leap. So, that's going to do it for me today. Again, hoping to see a GM hiring sometime this week. I'll be all over it with you guys live here on the show. 
That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.